0: You are listening to Word, a weekly word from the world's bestseller, Amichai Lau Lavi's New Bible Blog, a JCast Network production. To subscribe to this blog, to read this blog, and to learn more about Amichai Lau Lavi, please visit amichai.me. For more information about other JCast Network podcasts and blogs, please visit jcastnetwork.org. Here's the weekly word, another password to the riddles of our lives. This week's word is holy wear. The weekly Torah text is tetzaveh. This past week a lot of Jewish drama around sacred fabrics that one dons or doesn't, where and why and by whom or not. The Pope's Prada pales next to the volume of coverage on the women of the Wall's continued fight for freedom to pray and wear shawls. And I'm honored to be helpful in the televising of the revolution to, no doubt, a noble resolution up ahead. Meanwhile, for me this week, provided a weird twist on the wearing of the sacred shawl, with plenty of reasons to pause and ponder the power and politics of religious wear. My personal prayer shawl saga continued curiously, from the Western Wall to my brother's synagogue in the heart of Jerusalem's Greek colony. Last week, I smuggled prayer shawls into the Western Wall and wore mine there in a baffling privileged act of defiance. Here at my nephew's bar mitzvah, the youngest son of the much-beloved rabbi in this bustling modern Orthodox congregation, I wasn't actually expected, as in supposed to, wear prayer shawl at all. See, in my family's custom, mainstream Ashkenazi, unwed men don't typically wear prayer shawl. At 43, even as a rabbinic student and three kids later, my wearing one at shul, in the immediate circle of my family of origins, orthodox, context, as an unwed man, subtext, gay, is an eyebrow raiser, a breach of protocol. Not a big deal, but still. Oh well. I don't remember when I first started wrapping myself in prayer shawls, ones that I've made, usually. I'd say 15 years at least. But rarely back on the family turf. There have been events in the past years, family reunion weekend, or shiva shiver minion, in which, wrapped in one, I got some comments from the more pious and tactless. But I'm not sure that it was because I had on a talit, or because my usual prayer shawl is a recycled beige sari with gold-brown silk patches, a work of art with one red string attached to the fringes, a gift of His Holiness, the Dalai Lama. Now that gets a lot of comments. I stand out, with or without it a thin veil over who I am within the black and white prayer shawl world of my childhood. And sometimes one doesn't want to stand out so much. So I wasn't sure whether I should come to this bar mitzvah with my shawl or not. Also, because I forgot to iron it. Just a few weeks ago, back at the U Western Wall, as the family gathered super early in the cold morning for my bar mitzvah nephew's first wrapping of tefillin, my mother looked at me through the crack in the fence that separated us and pointed at my shawl and made a face. Later she advised me to try ironing it better, or better yet, get a new one. It just doesn't look very dignified, she said. It may have had its day. So I went without my prayer shawl that morning, but in each hand held a child's hand. Instead, Ezra on the right and Alice on the left, done a sweet short visit from New York with Sally, one of their two moms, And as we walk over to the synagogue, I explain to the kids, six and four, that unlike our shul back in New York, in this shul, the men and women sit separately, and they can take turns being with mommy upstairs or Abba downstairs, and we can play and hang outside. We get there just before my nephew starts to beautifully chant the Torah, and both sections are jam-packed. So we head to the courtyard where the candy tables are, for later, are heavily guarded, and a kid service is starting, led by a few of the dads. Just before we sit in the circle... I get this craving for a prayer shawl, this total sense that I want to be wrapped in one as I sit here on the grass with my children at my brother's shul at a prayer service with mostly people I don't know, but who in some part today are family, and extended family and congregation. And whatever custom, it's what made sense. So from the rack in the back, I borrow a regular formerly white wool full-length prayer shawl with black stripes and yellowed fringes, and I wrap it around my shoulders, and, kid in each hand, I enter the men's section in a little step that somehow meant a lot more. It's not like I passed or belonged, but more like I played a part in a play with just the right outfit and felt just right. On our way out, a few minutes later, one of my nephews stops me smiling. (laughs) What's with the boring talit? You're not going ortho, are you? (laughs) You can't win. Or maybe I just did? The power and the politics of holy wear go back a long, long time. And this week's Torah takes Tetzaveh the instructions for construction of the tabernacle, detail on, including the religious fashions department. And every detail matters, as Moses finds out. Make holy garments for Aaron, your brother, for splendor and beauty, says Exodus 28. The priestly collection, which is described here in vogue-esque detail, inspired later post-temple sages to sanctify the worship wear for all, and not just for the sons of Aaron. What was once the privileged costumes of one male leader became with time the symbolic vestments of all, or most of us, until recent times. The prayer shawls, like the Torah dress, are our modern priestly vestments. And all of us, single, married, male or not, are the modern priests. Prayer shawl or beanie or burqa or bowtie, here's to the right to wear what we wish, as we hopefully choose to honor our existence with the garments that make us feel like we belong, more special, sacred, beautiful, ourselves, wrapped within our flimsy truths and truly wrapped in comfort. And what to say of Purim coming up? A chance to change and put on briefly anything you want, shawl or mask and shoes of others, Michelle's bangs or Sarah's dress, Upturn politics of yes or no, taboos and boos, enter like high priest Aaron into the holy of holies of self, like Queen Esther into the royal chamber of possibilities, against the law, wrapped in beauty and in nothing more than one thin, sacred shawl. Rapid to go so perfectly poor